0: Hey, next on the T Nation, thanks for tuning into this very special segment of the show featuring Jill Spiegel. As you guys know, I was down at the PGA Merchandise Show in Orlando, spent a wonderful couple of days, met so many wonderful people, so many of the guests on this show that I have never met in person. Got to see them, got to see a lot of fantastic technology that is coming our way in 2024 and got to sit down with Jill Spiegel for a little bit. As I say, she is the president of the PGA TOUR Superstore, a wonderful person, one of the most influential people on the soft goods sides of our business. So sit back, relax, and take a listen to what Joe has to say for what we can all look forward to in 2024. This segment of the show is brought to you by the PGA TOUR Superstore. See why golfers everywhere are proud to call PGA TOUR Superstore their golf pro shop. Visit them online at PGATOURSUPERSTORE.COM. Now back to Chris and more of the show. All right, now joining me is one of the most influential people in our game, particularly on the retail side, and that is Jill Spiegel. She is president of the PGA TOUR Superstore, and I was lucky enough to get a couple of minutes with her today. Jill, it's so much fun having you as part of the show. I've had a great time being a part of the PGA TOUR Superstore for the last seven or eight years. You guys have been a wonderful sponsor. Randy is a great friend of the show, so is Megan. I can't thank you enough for taking a few minutes. Well, thank you,
1: Chris, for having me on looking
0: forward to it. So Jill, you have a rich background in the retail space. Mm-hmm. You've done a great job with what you've brought into the retail side of the business. It has changed so much over the years. Styles, now we're into big bold colors. Talk about what you've seen from the time you've been with Macy's and that world now bringing it over to the PJ Tour Superstore and how those have changed.
1: Yeah, it's changed a lot and You know, I've been here now almost 13 years, um, and we have a very robust soft goods business, great hard goods business as well, Um, and we have some very experienced apparel merchants. So part of the key to having a successful apparel business is to really understand the trends and what's going on in the business, and you're right, the last couple years have been nothing but prints, and it's gotten a lot more casual, you know, everybody you see here even is wearing a hoodie joggers so all that has changed a lot and and golf you know used to be extremely traditional and now that's changing a bit Um, and it's more accepted to be a little bit more casual it depends on where you're playing but you know even at a very traditional private club you're seeing people wear wear hoodies Um, we're starting to see it go back a little you know prints are still important but we're starting to see it toned down a bit and um, the other thing that's exciting is there's a lot of new brands that have come on the scene the last yeah. couple of years, which is fun. Which we're always out there trying to find. That's why we're here at the show, too. Yeah. To find who are the newest, latest, greatest, you know, brands. And sometimes we test them in a couple stores, and depending on how they do, we roll them out to most of our locations, if not yeah. all.
0: At one point, we looked at John Daly, and we sort of raised an eyebrow, and like, really? Yeah, when he was loud I...
1: loudmouth, I think, at yeah. the time. Yeah, but now
0: everybody's doing it.
1: Yeah. It's You know what? It's... It's how you show your personality and it's fun and everyone's not showing up in khaki pants and a navy shirt um, you know the, the one trend that has really changed over the last couple years too it's not so much in the fabric or their pattern is inseams so in men's you're you know when you're out there in the summer you live in Atlanta playing in shorts the inseams have gotten much much shorter I mean we're our, one of our best-selling lengths is seven inch shorts whereas 10 years ago everything was down to the knee so it's not just in pattern it's also in fabrics it's in lengths it's yeah. in insanes things have gotten you know things tend to get a little more tailored yeah um you know the, the opening of the legs so it's it's always changing which makes it fun
0: so when you talk about on the cutting edge you mentioned hoodies and joggers mm-hmm. when we first saw those come out on like on the tour with jt and people yeah, like that yeah, he was that, one of the
1: first yeah so
0: we raised our eyebrows at that yeah. like wow really joggers and and, and hoodies. Now everybody's wearing joggers and hoodies. So talk about what's emerging and really the idea that we don't have to be traditionalists, we can have a personality on the golf course and that's okay.
1: Yeah, you're right and I think, you know, golf has been so traditional in the past and you do, not so much, you know, and 75% of golf is played on public courses. So I think the standards there have not been as rigid as they have been at a lot of the private clubs. But when you see it, what people are wearing on tour, definitely has an impact on what our customers are buying and you mentioned JT wearing the hoodie all of a sudden you're they're validating that it's okay you know if they're wearing it on tour you can buy it and you can wear it to your Sunday round or your Wednesday round or whenever you're playing so you know it's funny now because the whole hoodie jogger trends really started when people were working from home during COVID and it has just stuck around um, and it's now, you know, the other thing that's really also changed is we're selling a lot more lifestyle product in our stores, in men's and in women's. So it's not just everything that you wear on the course, but things that you can wear off the course as well.
0: The other place where things have changed, I know when I started playing golf, shoes where you had white and you had the saddle thing, where it was yeah. either brown or it was black, and they were and spiked. It, yeah, and they yeah. were either, you know, if it got really crazy, it was all white or all black. Well, now shoes. Are very different. They're
1: very different, and
0: we get an opportunity to have some personality in our shoes too.
1: And it's completely flipped. It used to be probably sixty-five percent of the business was spiked, and now it's the complete opposite. And the beauty, like you walk around our office, yes, a lot of people are golfers, but everyone's wearing golf shoes because you can. You know, they have treads on them, so you have control while you're playing golf. But you can wear them out to dinner or to the office, and um, it's changed a lot. And you know, we have a new brand that we've been carrying. The last couple of years g4 and it's um just very edgy and and edgy i call it like modern classic because it's edgy and it's out there but it's also like classic with a twist which is really fun and it's just like i said a minute ago you can just show your personality a little bit through your style yeah. which is fun
0: college apparel has become a thing too right well now you can you got your college you can represent out there you got your favorite sports team you can represent out there yeah. all new things that are Integrating the sports together.
1: Yeah, and you know where else we're seeing a lot of fashion because we're talking a lot about apparel. But what I'm noticing is there's a lot of fashion in golf accessories too. So if you go play and you notice the head covers that people have on their clubs, it's not like all the matching head covers that come with your <laughs> clubs. Those are great, but slowly you're replacing them one by one. First thing you do is you want you might have your college on there for your driver head cover, and then you're playing somewhere, or it's just it's kind of fun. It's yeah. you know it's you might have a you know a, a clover leaf.
0: Staying with the apparel thing, the thing that has really kind of captured our attention is Nike's exit. What are your thoughts?
1: Well, they're not exiting altogether, but they're going through a third party who is selling the product, and that's really just happened. So it's it's different. Um, you know, Nike's always been a really big brand for us, and you know, for many years in a row, not as of late, but for many years in a row, it was by far our number one brand in men's apparel. At one time, and- it was our number one brand in women's apparel too. And that has slipped over the years, and when Nike got out of the equipment business, it actually helped their apparel quite a bit, because all these, really? because when you were a Nike athlete before, you had to be head-to-toe Nike, not only the apparel and the footwear, but also the equipment. So when they got out of the equipment business, they had all these players flock to the brand, and at one point, 10 of the top 20 players in the world were all wearing Nike apparel. So, I mean, it's it's a huge, like any, you know, it's like a Nike commercial, every, weekend when you're watching the golf tournament so you know with tiger no tiger no longer being with the brand you still have a lot of key players. you know you have scotty Shaffler, rory mcelroy so you still have a lot of people carrying the brand so they're not exiting it all together they're just out they're still developing the product but somebody else is selling it to us so it's time will tell we're just we're just going through this transition right now
0: do you see things ebb and flow depending on who's number one in the world
1: definitely makes a difference so you know you see it's interesting you know we call it scripting and, and we do a nice job in our stores if the, if the masters is coming up for example yeah. we with certain brands we're going to carry what the players are wearing sometimes they change their mind at the last minute but we like to we like to say, this is what they're wearing Thursday Friday and if you follow our marketing our email campaigns yeah. that supports it as well and you can click on our website and click on a player and see what they're wearing or what's in their bag
0: yeah Travis Matthew is a nice apparel brand I enjoy what they have
1: our number one brand by far and I've been doing this a long time and we've we've known Travis from when they were a small Southern California lifestyle brand and they're very very you know they're part of the Callaway family now they're very good at what they do and they are number one in almost every location that we have them but they're you know it's that goes back to the lifestyle you wear it on the course but it's also a really nice lifestyle brand it's you know you can go from the office to the golf course or other way around
0: one of the things that I've really loved about the relationship with the PGA Tour Superstore is on the equipment side, coming in and getting fit. I've talked to Randy mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. how important it is for us to get fit. One of the things that, you know, when I talk to my buddies, they don't think they're good enough to get fit. Mm-hmm. And that, that's for the pro people. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, it's really the actual opposite of that. Talk about growing the actual fitting part.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a huge initiative for us. So we just built out, you've seen it in the store that you shop in, in Kennesaw, yep. But we have spent a lot of money investing in what we're calling the studio. And it's, it's behind glass and it's, it's a very, it's a private session where you can get fit. Um, and you're right, there's a huge misconception out there about PUSH. It's not for the Abbots. It is for the Abbots and those are probably, you know, a lot of people going into the studio. But we have several days, some are in the studio, some are outside the studio. Everybody should get fit. And, you know, sometimes if you're just taking it up and you're learning more important that you go have lessons first it's hard to fit someone new until you you know they have a little bit of a game going yeah but you don't you can be a 36 handicap and get fit for clubs and it's important because otherwise I have people ask me all the time well what iron should I get and what driver should I get I'm like the first thing I say to them is you really need to go get fit because I don't know how you play I don't know what your swing speed is and you know we yeah. have experts that do it and and you know it's 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 we're pushing it hard because it's very important you want to play with the right equipment
0: yeah guys at the pro level they're good enough to overcome their equipment we're not so the equipment piece actually helps us to play better and you guys do such a great job and we have really
1: and we have really good associates really good we have a lot of PGA professionals that work on our stores that teach lessons and then we have incredible fitters we're coming off of our annual training summit which was in Florida last week and we brought down 300 associates and they're trained on all the latest greatest products so I mean at the end of the day you want the customer walking out the store with the right product so our associates have to be educated on what that is so we invest a lot in training and um, you know and that's why fitting is really important
0: you guys have done a great job of growing the organization and the business in brick and mortar Mm -hmm. most places now are going more online you guys Mm -hmm. are actually expanding your footprint across Mm -hmm. the country talk about what what's made that successful and what you look for for the rest of 24.
1: yeah well our online business has, has been growing as well it grew tremendously during covid obviously um, and it's continued to grow. We're having a really, really good year there. But we don't want, we don't want it to outpace our brick and mortar business. We, you know, it's maintaining, it's a very healthy percentage of our business, but we're opening eight to 10 stores every year, and we're also growing our existing store business. So during COVID, our comp stores grew tremendous, and we've doubled the size of our business since 2019. Some of it's from new store openings, but a lot of it's from existing store growth as well. But, you know, our stores are really different and it's experiential. You know, like, online is great. We're about to launch a new website, which is going to be incredible. Customers are shopping both channels. And a lot of times they'll go online and they'll do their research. And they may buy online, but a lot of times they do their research and then they come into the store and they buy in the store. Or they're in the store and then they may go and buy online. So it's, you know, we call it omni-channel. It's important to be strong at both. but. You come into our stores, we have huge putting greens, we have all these hitting bays, we have a studio, we have a great staff, and people will come in and spend a couple hours in our stores. We have hitting bays. Um, so it's like, it's it's what differentiates us really, I think, from our competition. I mean, it's great to go to a website and buy product, but you're not having the experience that you have inside of our stores. And you know, we're gonna open, we just opened our 66th store. We're gonna open eight more this year. So this time of year from now, we'll be at 74. And then we're only gonna go up from there.
0: You mentioned the word experiential, because part of what I think is unique about the PGA Tour Superstore is the relationship building. Mm-hmm. Because I know going in and out of that Kennesaw store as I have over the last decade or so, you start to build relationships mm-hmm. with the folks in there. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, separates you guys from everybody else. Mm-hmm.
1: I agree, and you know, I was just in our Palm Beach store last week, and every time I go into that store, our GM is in the front of the building and he is working with customers and greeting them. And he was on the putting green and he knows the name of his customer's child who he's helping fit for a putter. And it is, it's a differentiator. And we do have a lot of, we have a, a significant core group of customers that are in our stores all the time. And our people know them by name and it, and it is what makes us different.
0: So before I let you go, let, let our listeners know, what can they expect from the PGA Tour Superstore as we get into the end of the first quarter and into summer?
1: Best experience, best people and best product selection.
0: Awesome. So thank you so much for your
1: time. Thank you. It's great talking to you.
0: That was the great Jill Spiegel, folks. Again, president of the PGA Tour Superstore. And how great is she? They are so lucky to have someone like Jill leading their organization, someone who's forward thinking and someone who really understands what's going on in the golf industry. She's fantastic. And I can't thank her enough for taking a few minutes to sit down with me during a very busy PGA merchandise show. I know her schedule was booked solid, so getting a few minutes with her was very fortunate, and I thank her very, very much. And As well as my good friend Megan Mahoney, who set that up, and Jill Thomas, who's another wonderful friend. Those guys are all fantastic. I hope I get to spend a little more time with all three of them a little bit later on in the year as we take a look at how things are going for them throughout the summer and then into the fall and the holiday season of 2024. Thank you all so much for listening. I'll be back with you shortly with some more content from the PGA Merchandise Show. A lot of great friends got to spend some time with. So we'll have that for you very, very soon. Until then, hit them straight, my friends.